Are you ready to be punched in the nuts by the truth? Then get ready for the number one no-nonsense, zero bullshit, whiner-free podcast that Time Spiral Magazine stated. What Viagra does for old people, this show does for magic players. It's the one, the only, Public Enemies Podcast. With your hosts in alphabetical order, because we didn't want to offend anybody, Dr. Jeebus. Howdy to all you ladies out there in Radio Land. God damn it! And last but never least, tangents. When life gives you lemons, quit. So lube up your ear holes and prepare to be skullclad, because you're tuned into Public Enemy. Alright, what is up everyone? Welcome to episode 12 of Public Enemies. As always, this is Dr. Jeebus. I am joined today by Tangent. What is up? And of course, Jay Boosh. Yo! So we're back after, I guess, a week hiatus, because Tangent doesn't know when his girlfriend's birthday is, and doesn't know how to stick to plans that he makes. Fuck you, I knew when the birthday was. I just didn't know what day it was. (laughs) (laughs) So, <laughs> so we got some awesome uh, stuff to talk about this week, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. sure about that, but fucking Shark Week, Shark Week, dude. Shark Week is good times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shark Attack 3D, probably less so. <laughs> it looks quite like shit. I hear it's really terrible, and I hear that oh. from someone who really liked Piranha 3D. Oh wow, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that, that's Mondo bad. So, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Like it looked like a shitty, like shitty Jaws movie, but then it turned like, and then they have that other preview on now, where um, now it it turns out that it's like people going for a vacation on the beach, and then there's sharks in the water, and they're like, "What are these sharks doing here?" And then it turns <laughs> out that it's like like fucking hicks that have cap like somehow these these fucking backwards ass stick people have gone into the ocean and captured sharks. And then are keeping them in... <laughs> and are releasing them in the ocean yeah, to and terrorize then, people. To terrorize people, yeah. And it's, like, hostile, but for sharks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like they're <laughs> they're not even, It doesn't even sound like they're stealing the sharks. It just sounds like they're picking them up <laughs> and moving them ten feet. Yeah, yeah. Like, just come a little closer, guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, just... Fucking putting leashes on the sharks so they don't wander too far from shore. Yeah, that's sweet. Garbage ass <laughs> shit. And then also, like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Shark Week, because I'll admit that until like last year, I'd never watched Shark Week. I'd only heard got, about it constantly. Like, heard of it, yeah, and like gotten boners of it, right? Like, right. just like, oh my god, like Shark Week is so awesome, and then, like you see commercials for cool shit, or like maybe you catch one show where it's like the great white shark eats this boat. And you're like, holy fucking Shark Week is awesome. But really, you're not, Shark Week's not awesome. That one show was. So, um, watching Shark Week, though, however, is very different because most of the shows are like really awful recreations. <laughs> like, with just like the worst actors possible. And then, like, the announcer guy who's just milking it for like every dollar he's getting paid, right? Like, and then the shark bit Andy. 
on the car. <laughs> this tragic shark from the land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one man, one shark. Who will win? You're like, well, the guy's fucking dead. The shark won. <laughs> no, wait, don't, no, tune in to see a shark, too. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but then, like, the twist will be that the dude that the shark ate was, like, so hopped up on PCP that, like, the shark OD'd and <laughs> yeah, died as yeah. well. Exactly, yeah. And then, like, and then the announcer will make some quip at the end, like, so in the end, was justice served? <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, hell yeah! And then it's like, stay tuned for Shark City, and then you watch Shark City, and it's like, it's just a show about sharks that live in a boat under the ocean, like real sharks that live in this sunken boat under the ocean, and Mike Rowe is announcing it because Mike Rowe is announcing all the things. <laughs> So Innistrad, that's a, that's a set sort of. Is it? Oh yeah, let's. I haven't looked at the spoilers for that yet, so why don't somebody fill me in? Um, besides the, flip cards, there's some humans, and uh, let's also see. why is why is that relevant? How come everybody's talking about that? Like because there's about a lot humans? of fucking humans. Yeah. Well, the humans. A lot of the humans have. They're similar to allies, and that humans help other humans. Oh, like they've made it an actual. Like, yeah, like well, humans are the fifth tribe for the for the set. There's the five like, allied color tribes, and the white green one is humans. But like, why is that? Who cares? Like, every set has humans in it. Human soldier, human idiot. You well, I mean? like there's again, there's humans that actually help other humans. I see. So they plus they've, there's humans like, in every color for one. Thing. Yeah, they, they've finally they've finally like like taken humans and made them. Uh, like elves, like a full-on tribe, not just like the race of the color. Yes, what... they are a full-out tribe for three sets, and then never again. So I just, just out of curiosity, Jay, since you you really have not seen any of this shit. No, just the flip cards. Okay, so there's there's one card that in particular that even though it's expensive, I can't help but love it because I love zombies, right? And it's called Rooftop Storm. And it's a six casting cost enchantment. It's five and a blue, which is gay, but it's uh, it's five and a blue. And it's the enchantment is you may pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for zombie creature spells you cast. I mean, again, that's, like, it, that's pretty cool for EDH. Yeah, exactly for EDH for sure, man. It's kind of cool. I still think it needs it needs to just be a learn essentially. Like your zombie spells need to be instants too, not just free. Oh yeah, that's like you're paying six mana. It's pretty focused. Like it's still not going to break type two if you have instant free zombies starting on turn six. Yeah, that seems pretty useless there. It's useless. No, not in type two. I wasn't. That had nothing to do with it. I'm saying I like zombies, and in obviously in standard, that's never going to be playable. But in like EDH or even some sort of kitchen table. You know, you could, uh... Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. You know, well, so. that's that's one of the big problems with this set, though. Like, people seem to be pretty underwhelmed by this set in general. And, uh, like, Maro, he does his, like, Tales from the Pit comic, which is just images Yay. using, like, an iPhone app with word bubbles. But, like, the, one of the last ones he did, it was, like, you know, instead of saying, this card sucks, like, how about, you know, this card seems good for Commander. Which is fine if that doesn't apply to, like all of the rares but two. 
Dude, yeah, I find this to be this refreshingly set. awesome because it's the first set that I've seen in quite a while where everyone's not going, oh my god, did you see that card? Oh, that card is going to be amazing. Oh, this card's broken. Dude, this card is broken. Yeah, but this card's more broken. This card's no, instead be we're getting we're getting like eight times as many because every set someone's like, oh, this is the worst set since home ones. But this Home time, it's like eight times Home as many ones. people, because it's kind of true this time. <laughs> it's not... It's like... Uh, people are comparing it to Kamigawa, too. Like, not yeah, only because of flip cards... It. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it, has, it has flip cards. Humans are a big thing, but they won't spirits. be ever again. So it's like the spirits are arcane. Um, they've got the curses, which most likely are going to be exactly like Arcane. Like, it really just is, or is shaping up to be Kamigawa 2 so far. Yeah, I mean, that's fine, but here's the thing that's fine about it. I, as far as standard goes, as far as standard goes, I think you're, you're, you're losing a lot of good cards and gaining a lot of garbage for standard, but I think it looks like a really fun limited format, personally. Like, I think it'll be pretty cool. So it's Kamigawa 2? Yeah, I know. That's like, Kamigawa Limited was amazing, but then at the end of it, it was like, wait, I paid $15 for this shit? Like, it's, it was a ton of fun, but, like, you know, you could, like, win, like, an eight-person draft with, like, a backdraft or something, and the best thing you could take was a $3 Maloku. Nice. Yeah. But it, it was well, fun. It's definitely fun for Limited, but... Now all those Asian cards are really expensive, though, because of EDH. Only like, foil. Like, Sak- Sakashima is, like, a $4 card, but, like, a foil one's, like... A bajillion dollars. Well, right, that's foils. Like, a regular Maloku is like $2, but a foil one's like 15 or 20 That's so fucking stupid. Explain that to me. Uh, EDH players and Legacy players, well, Eternal players, because Vintage as well, um, like to pimp out their decks much more so than Standard. So whereas a regular foil card is worth double what the non-foil version uh, EDH cards and legacy cards, just because there's a higher demand for explicitly the pimp versions. Like 200 uh, higher... times the demand? Well, let's put it this way. Like, the only demand for Sakashima the Imposter or for Maloku is for EDH. Right. The majority of that demand is for foils. Right. Like, 80%, uh, that's too high, but still. Like, in a much, much, much higher percent of people are looking just for foils than standard where people just want whatever they have so they can play. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't his know. Tang- his tangent been replaced with, like, a soundboard. With a soundboard? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy anyway. Good. Yeah. That was that was pretty sweet. <laughs> I don't think it's going to show up in the recording, though. I hope so. But anyway, so then, okay, so that I think is stupid. Like, Tooth and Nail is a $10 to $15 card. Foil Tooth and Nail is $40. Um, okay. I think that is fucked. Again, it's it's just the way it is. Like, Ristic Study is a dollar card, but Foil is $20 because of EDH. And then, like, Brainstorm is a dollar card, but Foil... Like, a, a Masks foil, not an FNM, is, like, 35 because of Legacy. Ugh. It's, like, it just it just is what it is. Like, don't buy the fucking foils. Buy the dollar version. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, no, that's so... That's what I... You know. So that's hey, one move on. Yeah, doing? like, one of the other problems with the set and with a lot of stuff that's being spoiled is, like, there's some decent rares, um, like, things things that are certainly playable. But the big prob- uh, problem with a lot of them problem? is that they're... <laughs> 
I heard what you were going to say. <laughs> the, the big problem with a lot of them is that they're almost reprints of uncommons. Um, yeah. So, like, people are talking about humans. So there's there's Champion uh, champion of the Parish. It's a 1-1 one, one for 1. It's a 1-1 one, one for 1 white. And whenever another human enters okay. the battlefield under your control, you put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it. Oh, that's just... Um... It's had a free blade, except yeah. it starts a 1-1 one, one instead of a 1-2, and it's humans instead of allies. Yeah, it's the so, same card. Right. It's like a... I mean, the slight difference is that there's probably going to be more humans you'll want. Like, you don't need all... Allies were, I think, much yeah. more focused than these will be. It's also a soldier, so, like, it could go into, an, like, that EDH soldier's deck. That's true, but it's still it's still just, like, a slightly altered version of an uncommon... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair. That's not alternate enough to need to be rare. And then, like, Elite Inquisitor. It's a 2-2 First Strike Vigilance for 2 white. Much like the ally that was a 2-2 First Strike Vigilance for 2 white that was uncommon. Um, that one could get a bit bigger. This one has protection from vampires, werewolves, and zombies. Which, yeah. for Limited, will be huge. For Constructed, that has yet to be seen. Again, still a good card, but... And probably too powerful for Uncommon. Um, just because of all the protections... Like, it doesn't feel uncommon, but it's still irritating because it practically wasn't uncommon in the set that's just rotating. Yeah. And it's then I think so... we talked last time about the uh, the Stormkirk Noble, the, like, 1-1 one, one vampire that's just Slith Firewalker. Yeah. No, we, yeah, didn't. we did. Like, I think we did, oh, actually. I didn't. Okay. You probably didn't care what I had to say. But, yeah, that's so it's all true. these rares that, like, yeah, they're playable, but, like, they were uncommons before, except, like, maybe slightly worse or slightly better, but... And that's it's kind of disappointing in terms of like there being any value in these packs. There's there's cause there's cool cards though. I mean, even if like I said, even if a lot of it is seems to be being geared towards EDH, it's like, you know, we already buy cards for EDH and stuff anyway. Now we're going to be able to play limited with some fun cards and then put them in EDH decks. Who cares if we don't put them in our standard decks? It's like standard sucks right now anyway, so who fucking cares? But that's a big deal if standard sucks right now and it's going to rotate and it's going to be replaced with all this garbage. Yeah, I know. It yeah, will be. but I mean, there needs to be some value, <laughs> like, because I do, I actually do buy boxes and, like, well, I play a lot of PDH, so I buy boxes. What's that? You work for a store, though, so you buy boxes because you can always trade your shit in, right? Like, I have a friend well, who, like... I Like, I get to buy boxes at wholesale and that's barely yeah. a discount from what you pay for sealed boxes. But then, like, but then, I don't think you realize how little money stores make on sealed boxes. No, no, I do, I do. but I also, I'm also saying, like, you, because you work at a store, you can also trade in all the jank, right? Because you're the guy that you trade it into. Like, I have a friend that works at a store, and he will advocate... Well, the store doesn't want my jank any more than it wants your jank. No, no hold on. Like, still- I do have one thing I have to say, okay? I feel like everyone's been spoiled ever since fucking Jace the Mind Sculptor came out with it being a $100 fucking card. Like, do, do you realize, as as a dealer, that, like, not every card in the fucking set is worth 10 to $20? I mean, like, there there's... There, there are cards in here that will be worth something. Those land are not going to be worth three bucks, okay? They're not going to be because they're the only enemy colored lands that we're going to have. So people are going to want them, okay? Not to mention there's these other weird new kooky new lands, which they might not want in standard, but they'll want for like EDH and stuff. Like I want Gavany Township. I think that's, that's sick for my EDH deck. People will want those for constructed. They might. Some of them. 
Well, let's, all right. Okay? So let's talk about the land since. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like, you may not know what we're yes. talking about. Did you see Gavany Township there, Jay? Yeah, I was like, this is gay except for in EDH. In EDH, yeah, 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 it's totally gay except for in EDH. But like in my token, my green white token deck, it'll be awesome, right? So, it's fucking. It just depends, like on on what. It's at least a one of in constructed though, in like a white green deck, like in like a deck with creature. Yeah, you lose nothing by tossing one in there. If you get late game and have game and have nothing to do with your mana, like oh, I don't know. You can put colorless mana. It does produce colorless. I mean, it doesn't produce colored mana. It only okay. produces colorless mana. You have fucking dual lands. Like, having one colorless mm-hmm. land is not going to kill you. Um, and then you've got one that will definitely see play. The fact that, that it... I, I agree with them in the sense that it does not come into play tapped. So, that's yeah, like... Yeah, I guess. If it came Neither into play... Neither does Mystifying ta- Maze. Nobody plays that. It, well, yeah, but well, that's... That's, you, that's a lot more specific in use, though. This is... Like, white-green will have creatures. It will almost definitely be a creature-based deck. <clears throat> and, like, late game, it just lets you cast a Glorious Anthem every turn if you have nothing better to do. Like, it's fine as a one-of in your deck. There's no reason not to. And again, Mystifying Maze, there's always the chance that it's just going to be sitting there doing nothing except producing colorless mana. Or saving your ass. Potentially, but the big one for Constructed, I think, is going to be the Kessig Wolf run. Or the big one that we know so far. There's still two more. Right. Which, it's the same thing as, like, the Skarg, the Rage Pit, or whatever. Except you pay X with the red and the green, and the creature gets plus X, plus O, and gains Trample until end of turn. Fire Breathing and Trample. And you yeah. think that'll be in Constructed? I think a land that says, that lets you cast Fireball every turn will be used in Constructed, yes. I think it could be if it wasn't green and red. I mean, who's going to be playing that? Like, I mean, I... Like, what, what other color like, would you want that land? You have to understand that this is no different than, like, a spell that says the same thing. Like, people can still remove it in response. Like, nobody plays Fireball in Constructed. And that could, that, I could have, I I, I, fireball can be countered though. This can't. I guess, but you can kill the creature. Yeah, no. Fireball also wastes a card. Like this is still being used as a land, and it's repeatable. I don't know. Just trust me on this one. I, I think I think he's right that it will see play again. I think these will see like very very minimal play though. I don't think it's going to like it's super not like minimal. Like every deck land minimal. These things. No, like any red green deck will potentially run two of these, at least one. Any white-green deck would one run one or the other. I mean, any uh, blue-white deck's going to run that one just because of the fact that if... Not. Yeah, they will. Because, look, they're going to be losing... They're going to be losing their... You, they, why would they not have creatures? They could be playing white weenie and have the... Squadron Hawk's rotating. Yeah, that's true, but... but I'm <laughs> Well, there's going to be nothing this is to gonna play. Play Squadron Hawk in the Squadron Hawk decks. Look, except, yeah, look. I don't know what the creatures that you're going to be exiling are, because it's only your graveyard. Plus, here's the yeah. other thing that that Moorland Haunt play works with. It also works with Fant- the the Phantom... Or what the fuck am I talking about? The, the Phantasmal uh, guys? Yeah, the Phantasmal <laughs> guys. That that deck, because you could what you can splash blue. I mean, splash white in that deck, right? So you hmm. could, so you could just. I mean, if nothing else, you're going to be losing some creatures for sure. So it gives you. Uh, it costs two, right? It costs two. You're yeah, gonna be losing I guess maybe. Anyway. But like the other thing is that that deck is fucking horrible. Yeah, I know. And like still that wins. deck is is <clears throat> right now. That deck's the fastest deck I've seen in standard. Um, like it's faster than red deck wins by far. Um, and I've never lost to it in a playing Balakut. Only Valakut without God draws. Yep. I play it every week at FNM. There's a guy that has it. 
and I've never lost to it. And he's gotten his god draws like a thousand times, and I've never gotten mine. And like that deck is fast. It's just still it's still a fucking illusions deck that loses to Valakut that has no. I don't have any targeted removal in my Valakut except for Inferno Titan and Tumble. Maybe like a couple of Tumble Magnets. So like when he goes turn one bear, turn two Illusion Lord, turn three Illusion Lord bear, turn four. You know what I mean? Like. He's got like a, an amazing clock on me, and I still don't lose to that. And like I, so I just think like you could splash white with dual lens for this Moorland haunt, but like you, like that does that's your deck still is shit, and the spirits aren't illusions. So the the twelve illusion lords you have in your deck are like doing nothing. Right. No. No. I agree like, with you. What you should be doing in the illusion deck is splashing green for asceticism. That would be a good idea. Okay, let's definitely not talk about gay decks like for too long. Yes, yeah. no one okay. cares about that stuff. Speaking of gay so, decks, though, let's talk about fucking that guy's deck there. Okay, what's his name? Oh, Last zombie infestation. Theodorus. <laughs> yeah, zombie <laughs> infestation deck. It's four treasure hunts, four zombie infestations, and then fifty-two lands. Um, so it plays twelve dual lands, and it, this is standard. It plays Halimar depths, and then the rest are islands and swamps. So literally, this deck could and creeping be... creeping tar pits. Nah, that's a dual end. And dark silk shores. Yeah, that's a dual end. Okay, relax. So when I say 12 dual ends, I mean, you know, the Sorry, 12. Sorry, I missed that part. <laughs> um, so literally, like, this deck could literally just be, like, a like a $4 deck. Um, and then the dual ends make it, like, a $20 deck. And, yeah, so four treasure hunt, four zombie infestation. Like, what do you guys think of this? I think it's amazing, and I'm going to start playing it immediately. It did win second in a Winnebox tournament, which means it has to be good. It Even has if it was to be potentially good. a five-person Winnebox tournament that was completely <laughs> fraudulent results. <laughs> Could potentially be any of those things. Yeah, um, any or probably all. That being said, like I'm sure somebody has already thought about this deck and mentioned it on like Horde of Notions podcast or something. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, is this even viable? Like, is, no. Wasn't no. this a real deck at some point already, you were saying, Jeebs, earlier? So, people, as soon as Treasure Hunt was spoiled, people wanted to try this and extended with Seismic Assault instead of uh, Zombie Infestation. And, like, it didn't work then, either. Like, it's it's a bad deck. It's it's a cute idea, but it's also retarded. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> like, you know what I don't understand is just, like, why is this deck only playing Treasure Hunts? Like, if you don't rip one of your, like, one of the two, like, one of the eight cards that does something in your deck, then, like, it could be really awkward for you for a long time. And, I mean, in this format, right. when you're... so what you do, what you do with this deck, you mull until you get Treasure Hunt. Even if you mull to one, if the one card in your hand is Treasure Hunt, guess what? You're still casting a turn two. Yep. And then the Treasure Hunt either gets you Zombie Infestation or it gets you Treasure Hunt again. Yep, Which exactly. then gets you Zombie Infestation. Like, you do oh not mull to Zombie Infestation. You mull to Treasure Hunt. Why isn't this the best deck ever? Because... I'm building this. I'm playing this at FNM. Holy shit! The reason... <laughs> like you, you seriously didn't understand how this works, Jay? No, I understood how it works, but I was just thinking, like, why isn't Ponder and Preordain in this? Like, it doesn't lose anything by having Yeah, that. it loses a yeah, lot, because then you st you stop your drawing of lands. Any like, other card you add in is a chance to shut off your treasure hunt, and that's why you don't want yeah, to do that. Yeah, but but you're still, you're still, like, I was thinking... They're almost playing too many zombie infestations, treasure, right? Right. 
Mm-hmm. What's that? They're almost playing too many in zombie infestations if they want to play that. Like, they might want to go down to two or three zombie infestations. Playing four means that you now have zombie infestations shutting off your treasure hunts, too. But you want. I, th- I, th- I think you just don't want four of each. Um, just because, like, ideally, you'd actually be casting zombie infestation before treasure hunt. Yeah. Um, but you don't, you don't mull to try and get that. You just mull to make sure you have treasure hunt. But ideally, you'd have the infestation out first so you don't wind up exactly. Oh my god. Out, I'm fucking, I'm playing this at fucking. I'm gonna play this at fucking F and M. Do it. All right, do it. I'm, I am doing actually, it. I'll, I'll, I'll put it together for Friday too. Fucking, like, I'm doing yeah, that. Go to work. I'll just grab. I already have the deck put together, so that's why I think it's funny that you guys are making such a big deal about it. And the deck fucking. Oh my god! Uh, you know what? I'm also gonna play in this deck. I'm gonna play um f- like two. Uh oh no! Wait, that card's not in standard. Damn it! Is there a card in standard that lets you have no maximum hand size that isn't Venser's Journal? Nope. <laughs> but the only the only one you could possibly like, like unless you play no spellbook hurts the deck. Reliquary Tower would be the only one that doesn't. And it's in conflux. Yeah, you can't play yeah. that. Damn it! All right, well I'm not gonna do that, I guess. But I'm gonna try to fucking I'm gonna brew even maybe maybe this this will be the deck that brings back the brewing and not just the playing <laughs> the best deck. How are you going to brew? There's this. nothing. Literally, the deck is exactly the way you want it, <laughs> with no changes. Right now, you brew anything on this, and you're going to fuck the deck up even more than well, it already is. Tangent, since you, apparently you've been playing this deck, the sideboard. Um, do you what need is a sideboard, for? and is it okay if I, like, could I make my sideboard 15 Grizzly Bear variants? Yes, you could. For- I, I, if I was going to make a sideboard, I'd probably make, like, 15 land or, like, uh, you know, something that doesn't really matter. I mean, you could honestly... Sideboard 15 cards and make it into like all control cards and just make a control deck if you really wanted to be lame. But nothing that you do in a sideboard is going to matter because you never want to change those cards, ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at the that's, well, that's why it's weird because looking at the sideboard, it looks like they actually have a game plan for like I understand when they would want these cards, except that you don't want them in the deck because then yeah. they're in the deck and that's bad. I mean, first of all, call to the grave, really, like. I get why it's in there, but when are you gonna seriously like build your? I mean, that would. When do you fucking five mana? I know that's what I'm saying. If you have get up to five mana, you're dead in this deck. You've lost. Then all right, here's the here's the plan. Someone needs to win a pro tour with this deck, and just troll the entire community by having a sideboard of like, you know, a bunch of like one or two ofs of like ring flesh, or uh, like ice cage, and like. And just completely fuck with everyone and have them then, like, net deck it and yeah. trying to figure out how to properly sideboard. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I know, like, Emrakul, like, you would sideboard <laughs> out of zombie infestation to put Emrakul in in a situation where you thought See, you... I, I, I like definitely understand like why Vengeful Pharaoh's in there. I think that's amazing tech. Like, I might even put one in the main. Yeah, no, he's fine, except for all you keep doing is forcing him to go back to the top of the deck of your deck again. When you really want to be drawing land or whatever, you you keep getting vengeful pharaohs, and that ends. No, up... no, 
Uh, yeah. You know. It puts it back. To you the draw them, and then, back. well, you draw them, and then you discard them for a zombie, and then they can't even attack into you because you just take the damage and then kill their creature. Yeah, that, I mean, and that, that, that aspect of it's all right. And then do it again. Yeah, isn't yeah. that good? What, I, don't I mean, you can, you can make a zombie infestation deck without treasure hunt, with treasure hunt not being the goal, and work with different things like that, too. But I'm Last just saying, deck. like, if you want the straight up, like, this deck will kill you on turn three, basically. Then you you want to go with... So, like, I can't believe this deck is so amazing. And it's so garbagey. So, wait. So, this is what I do. I go Have and I... Have we really hopefully... dedicated, like, 15 minutes to this already? Yeah, yeah. I'm interested in this. Shut up. All so, right. let's see what happens is this. I go and I play Zombie Infestation. And I say, go. And, like, presumably everybody in the room, like, loses it, right? Yep. And then... And then... I have a treasure hunt, and I go treasure like, and then they, I go like go, and they you do whatever you do on your turn, two or three depending on. Wait, wait, wait hold on a sec. You play zombie infestation, and everyone loses it. Yeah, like you well, think everyone's gonna react to you playing zombie infestation the way they did to like chaos orb when everyone's like, holy shit, we gotta gather around and see what this thing hits. Yeah, they will. They will do that because my F and M is not full of garbage players. I mean, it probably will be now with planeswalker points, but. Well, apparently it is full of garbage players if zombie infestation makes them fucking jizz in their pants and, like, run over and... No, no, I didn't say jizz in their pants. I just mean, like, they're going to be so, like, just surprised that I'm playing zombie infestation. And then what's going to happen is, okay, so I do this and I say go, and then you do whatever you want to do, and hopefully whatever you want to do is not blowing up my zombie infestation. And then I just win the game after that. That's how this this, this deck works. Like, I just try to Ideally two turns discard later, 40 cards and win the game. Yeah, you do treasure hunt on turn three, right? And then you uh, have like five hundred thousand zombies, and then yeah. you win the next turn. But see, like my only problem with that is like dodge will totally hose this deck. Dodge. Yes, as it turns out, the deck that only runs eight non-land cards has has a lot of ways to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange. <laughs> like, like, right. the other, really here's the other thing because then the combo don't work yeah, like, the, like, the, there's no answers to dis, uh, uh, demystify because then the deck doesn't work right. or, like, or like even just things like uh, mana leak yeah man no, that's exactly yeah, I mean, the problem in. dude you have like 8 spells to have to be able to counter and re- realistically you have to be able to counter like 1 yeah, maybe I won't play this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it sucks. I mean, granted, <laughs> a turn two zombie infestation with the treasure hunt in your hand is pretty much a win because not only can at the end of their turn you can just be like, okay, well, I'll drop these other five land in my hand and I already have yeah. fucking, you know, five zombies. But um, Wouldn't you have two and a half zombies if you drop five land? Yeah, that's yeah. why I said two and a half zombies. Whatever, <laughs> fuck you. I don't play it very often because the deck sucks. It's a losing deck. Well, but as as the uh, expert on the deck, since you're the one who's built it, and yeah, I've I think you would at least know sucks. what the fucking cards do. No, not when I'm not paying attention, I don't. Okay. So you just drop zombie infestation, flash treasure hunt, and say, I win. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't even matter. What the, don't even read them. I just Hey, did win. you know that's illegal? What? To just... You're not allowed to flash your cards. Yeah, you can. say that. Not, but you can't say stuff like that. Like, you can't... You can't say anything. Is there a rule any- against that? Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to one of the the judges uh, at that magic celebration thingy, which we use a nice segue, and or maybe I had it confused and it used to be like that, and they changed the rule because um, somebody asked if there was a rule against revealing your cards in your hand at any time, and he was like, well, there used to be, 
Um, but it was so stupid because, like, you would accidentally drop a card or something, somebody would see it, and then we'd have to give people game losses and shit, which is so yeah. stupid. Um, so then they changed it so that there's no rule against revealing a card. But then he also, I think, set a caveat, I might have it wrong, that, like, it, you can reveal cards from your hand, but you can't say anything. Like, you yeah. can't say, like, you can't, sh- like, you can't have four Valakuts and then show a Primeval Titan and be like, I win. And, and then he also said, I don't think you can well, ask Well, it depends. Somebody. Like... I think it depends on what the actual situation is. Okay, let's say that was the situation. I don't. I don't think you can just say <laughs> I win. You can, you had to have to say like why you're going to win, and then they can just scoop to save time. I think you so can I, say I, I, I win if you want to say I win. What 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 about the magic rule says you can't say I win? You could be full it's of shit. It's not sportsmanlike. Yeah. Well, again, can. if you just declare I win when you have not won the game, you're misrepresenting the game state, which is cheating. Well, why? Does stating I win mean it's it's a statement of fact all of a sudden? You're literally just going, I win. You could walk into a tournament and be like, I win. Like, I win today. You know, I mean, so... If you're you're saying that to make your opponent pick up their cards, then yes, you're cheating. Then your opponent's an idiot if they pick up their cards because you say I win, and they should be disqualified for being retarded. (laughs) Blind people and retarded people should not be allowed. To play <laughs> yes, they should. You're right. You're right about that. You're right. I think Only they we should, should be, be able allowed. to play magic. Right. They so. should be allowed to play magic, but if they're going to continue to do it badly, then they're going to have to pay the price. Yeah. Suck on that, <laughs> retards. Look <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, you can say what you're going to do though, because and there have been times where. Uh, you know, someone was, like, doing uh, Storm Combo, and they were like, oh, you know, Burning Wish, like, I'm just going to get Tendrils. And the other guy's like, all right, scoop. And then he didn't even have Tendrils on his sideboard. Yeah. So you can do that, but you can't just be like, Burning Wish, I win. Burning Wish, I win. Why not? That doesn't make any sense, and nothing you because say about lying. it's going to make it better. No, you're not lying. You're making a statement. So, so you... Wait a minute, wait a minute, shh, sh- wait. I'm lying if I say Burning Wish, I win. But I'm not lying if I say Burning Wish, I'm going to go get Tendrils. And I don't have Tendrils in my sideboard. I think I got Yes, you. because that's actually bluffing. Oh, my so God. So is saying I win. You're, no, like I said, I it's not a statement to, of fact. You're, saying what you're going to do in the future, like, that could change. That's... Okay, that's so, for, so... Saying so what is happening now will, is different. To get around say, this rule tangent, we just need to say, I'm going to win. Yeah, so I'm yeah. so going to win right now. Just just flash Burning Wish and say, I'm going to win. Stating Not a I fact win. is against the rules of magic, but just but going ahead and giving is, your opinion, yeah, that's totally yeah. okay. okay. Absolutely. That's say, the stupidest like, bullshit if you have in more, the world. more Valakits and flashing... The pro- like, until you put the lands into play and, like, fucking triggers and stuff, you can't declare that you've won. But you can, you know, you can just flash the Titan, and they should understand that they're going to die and can just scoop anyway. Yeah, that's great. Um, so let's move on to Planeswalker points. How do you guys feel about this? I'm glad that you take a real interest in actually understanding this. It's bullshit. uh, It's stupid. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and overwhelmingly, like, spend tons of time on, on a topic that's retarded. Jay thinks it's retarded. I think it's retarded. Didn't we just spend Let's ten times on. as long as that talking about zombie infestation combo? Which is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's good conversation. What oh, are you talking about? God, Jeebus, were you even here for that? Or were you all <laughs> messed up on... 
on uh, prolific. Dude, I was tripping. I was tripping balls Pro. on. Prolific. Yeah, dude, I gave my expert opinion on what you should do with the deck, and we went over it, and it was good, man. So yeah, it was like analysis. It was yeah, like house. It was. Um. Anyway, it was so, just like house. So did you guys go to your magic celebrations? I had to, because you worked like a bitch. Yeah, I ran it. How was it? Not was so it much big? like a bitch. I was. Yeah, it was. It was uh, a really surprising <laughs> turnout, actually. Yeah, ours was too. There was people there that like, you know, you never see. I didn't like, even know they about they it. They just don't play magic. There was there was like two men there that were over forty. Oh my god, men over forty! I didn't think those still existed. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, we actually kind of forgot to advertise it until like the last minute, but we still had like a shit ton of people showing up with no advertising, essentially. Like, some people, like, are a lot of people I've never even seen before. Like, hey, what's up? Let's do this. Give me packs. <laughs> we had, free like, packs of magic. Yeah, and they got free packs, and, like, one fucking guy got opened both Chandra and Garrick. What, you got Ugh. free packs? What? You got one pack, and then for every, uh, it was four Wait, rounds, you got another and one. for every win you got another pack, and you what added it to your deck. Fuck? Why was I not there? That's so stupid. You guys are idiots. Yeah. I'm pissed off now. Well, but if the one pa- <laughs> if the first pack you get is crap, then that's all you get. What? Yeah, yeah, because like, because like, what happened to my friend Stuart is he opened his first pack and he got a Gideon in it, mm-hmm. but he also only had like four creatures and he had like two flights. What? So like, so he like just couldn't he couldn't cobble together like almost any wins whatsoever, right? And then and then he so his first two matches he went like oh two. Basically, his game plan was like get Gideon and hopefully win or. Or I just lose. So his last okay, two matches, I have no idea what the them. fuck you guys are talking about. Hold on. Let's reset real quick. Okay. okay. So, so some people might not know what happened. What You open one pack of cards, and then what okay. you're just playing. You open okay. one so, pack. So, don't look, look at it. No, no, no. You're not supposed to look at it. Oh. You're supposed to, That's part of the fun is that you're doing it blind. You open okay. one pack, shuffle three of each basic land into it, so you have a 30-card deck. And okay, you so play, you're playing play. uh, what the fuck's it called? Like mini magic or whatever that's that what it called. Yeah, mini it's, it was a mini okay. masters tournament. Okay, okay, I yeah. didn't know that. You guys were talking about it being like magic celebration. I didn't know what the fuck that was. Okay. Yeah, it's called magic celebration. It's called a party that you're not invited to. Yeah, fuck you, didn't get to you go. jeebs. And okay. So nobody likes you, and so they didn't. <laughs> <get> <laughs> so if you could stop interrupting, mm-hmm. what had happened was. Um, yeah, and then if you won, you got a new free pack. And then what you, what, like, what the official rules, which weren't communicated very well were, was that what you were supposed to do after that is then build a 40 card deck. And then every pack you got, you were supposed to continue building a 40 card deck. Um, or more, obviously, but you couldn't, like, you didn't have to just add it. Um, and make, like, a giant fucked up mess. (laughs) So, yeah, my friend Stuart opened a Gideon. He went 0-2. Then somehow won his third round, you know, O2 pairing match against like I don't know some seven year old child or something, <laughs> and because uh, he got, oh I think what he did is he went like he had a he had that he had that unblockable guy that for one black yeah oh, the tormented that? soul yeah he had a tormented soul and he's like dark favor and then he's like lifelink oh and he ended up winning good. yeah he nice. ended up winning the match that way um and uh, and then the other guy was like. Uh, I play the dragon, the the four four or the five five flying dragon for four, uh, the misty dragon or whatever. <laughs> flight on it, and then yeah, he's like flight, kill your dragon for one. 
And then, and then, and then he, and the, so he wins the match, right? And then he gets a pack that's still shit. He still has to, like, the rare in it is fucking, uh, Vernal Bloom. And he's not playing green. And so he's, that's playing not in all- the set. So I assume you mean rights of flourishing? Yeah, I do. And he's not playing green. <laughs> so the, he's not playing green. So he fucking, he pull like, he, he's playing four colors, not green. And he has, like, I don't know, six creatures in his deck now. He somehow wins his one, two matchup. And what does he get in his last pack? A fucking Gideon. <laughs> like what an asshole! <laughs> yeah, how dare you get two free Gideons? Life yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I will say, like, we actually had someone. They opened a pack with three creatures in it, and like, I think the rare was like Mesa Enchantress is one of the three rare or three uh, creatures. Yeah, so that was fucking brutal for him. But fortunately, at our event, we actually had an odd number of people. So like, no matter how bad your pack was, eventually you could get a buy. And it's like, well, you don't get to play, but here's a pack. Like, fix yeah. your deck. Yeah. And I think he wound up going, like, two and two, actually, because of that. But I mean, yeah. it's... That's a cool... That sounds awesome. I've ever done where, at first, everyone was really happy. Then there was one person who, at the end, was still... Well, he wound up getting the buy in the last round, so at least he got another pack. But after losing round three, he was like, man, I should have gone apple picking with my girlfriend. He's wrong. <laughs> He's very wrong about that, dude. Fuck. <laughs> if your choice is play magic or go apple picking with your girlfriend, the choice is never go apple picking. Oh. It doesn't matter how bad you do playing magic. Well, the picking. choice is go get a free pack of magic and then lose a bunch of stupid games oh. or go apple picking with your girlfriend. <laughs> well, you know what you should have done then, gay guy? <laughs> is what you should have gone and got your free pack of magic and then you should have just left. Yes, exactly. Left. Like, and then, and then you should have told picking. your girlfriend, I'm sorry, cool. honey, but we don't have enough time to go apple picking today. Do you want to go home and have sex? And then you do that instead. <laughs> and then clearly, clearly your mom's like, no. Well, no, you have to, you gotta, you gotta be smoother than that, Tangent. You gotta, you at least have to promise the apple picking. And then, you know, you're driving to the orchard, but oh no, we ran out of gas. Let's, and, well, uh, <laughs> let's, let's Let's get sweaty and try to start the car with <laughs> Well, it's like, no, it's like, you know, AAA always takes at least two hours to get here. So, I mean, we got to do something while we wait. These people Apple pick. They clearly don't have AAA. <laughs> I don't think you realize how big Apple picking is. Apparently where you are, it is. Well, like, like for your parents and shit, yeah. No, I mean, everyone at least... Like, everyone is legally required to go apple picking at least, like, five times, because you always go with school. That sounds fucking yeah, horrible. So, so wait, sorry, this guy that was angry and and wanted to go apple picking with his girlfriend, he is five? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty bad with ages, but I'd guess probably 20, like, early yeah. 20s. Yeah, so he's gay then. Like, yeah, old enough to be, not be whipped and be able to play magic for a day without, like... Only in a know. place where you go p- apple picking five times required by law, where you watch your friend get fingered on the dance floor, are you going to come across a dude <laughs> like, like that? What weird magical video game city is this? <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> and Chiefs uh, is all like, oh no, it's, uh, you'd be surprised how, how many people uh, miss out on magic tournaments to go apple picking. You'd be surprised about that. <laughs> okay, Blanders! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Oddly enough, the guy who uh, fingered that girl on the dance floor didn't miss the Magic Tournament. So. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, really? You recognized him, and he 
<laughs> I'm kind of curious about these Planeswalker points. Oh, um, I kind of got them explained to me like again, and they're still really awful. Okay. Oh, it's that. We'll just leave it idea. at that. So, uh... and like basically, like, like, <laughs> has it? Have you ever like? Has anybody explained them to you ever? Tangent? No, no. I kind of like tried to look one up for a second, and then I decided it looked stupid, so I got off of it. What? What? Yeah. To explain it. So, so planeswalker points, experience points, like in a video game now. Oh, right? so I can be a higher well, level planeswalker than Jace. Yeah. Well, the the difference is experience points. How many points you get for killing something depends on how strong it was. It's the same. Like you get the same points no matter who you beat in this. Oh, but like you got to look at the you got to look at the tournament like the monster that you're killing. Yeah, it's just. But you get. This is the planeswalker points are what's wrong with America. All right. On really, I didn't realize that at all. Nine eleven and planeswalker points are what's wrong with America. I'm gonna have to like yeah. submit an article about that or something. Just, just hear me out. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we're really recording on the 10th anniversary of 9 11, and, and I really said that. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an awesome human being. Yeah. No, you should go apple picking. Like, <laughs> no, I. Like, America's become, like, so pussified that, like, kids growing up now, you know, like, everyone gets a trophy, and, you know, everyone's yeah. a winner. Like, Little League doesn't keep score. And that's what this. Like, you get points in the system just for showing up. What? It's the gayest shit ever. Yeah. Like, it is gay. Like, you don't even need, you know, okay, the tournament's the monster what? you're killing, but you get points just for saying hi to the monster. Well, hold on. Like, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Let me, let me just pause for just a second. Okay. So, so wouldn't this mean that anyone who's played Magic ever. up until this point will always be better than someone starting to play, say, tomorrow? Oh, ooh, that's the other gay thing. All right, so there's you have two different numbers. This is your lifetime points number, which is completely irrelevant, <laughs> other than to say I'm a level 36 sorcerer. Okay. And as then there's the competitive number, which is like the last year. Yeah. I don't know if it's always the last year or if like every few months, like it just chops off some events. But the problem with that, like I saw Finkel post this on Twitter, and I'm like, hey, that's fucked up. If you win a pro tour, and then don't go to the next pro tour because I don't know you have a life like maybe your wife is giving birth or something then you would have a lower competitive rating than someone who goes to both pro tours and goes seven and seven at both of them like in terms of your matches you'd get the same points for 14 and 0 and two seven and sevens but then they get participation participation points for both of them so they will be and ranked higher better than even you though, yeah even though you won a pro tour and they did like mediocre at two pro tours now they're ranked higher than you. Yeah. Like, tell me that's not fucked. It, it is. I just, I, I guess, I don't know, man. It seems really weird. So what's the relevance? Like, is this replace completely? Okay, so the, the, re the big relevance is that, like, now, the, your, now your points have nothing to do with skill whatsoever, pretty much. Like, it, it's, I mean, it's not nothing to do with skill. So, again, like, you, you have to picture this like a video game. I know you've played Diablo, right? Right, right. Okay, so there's the guys in Diablo that are higher level than you, right? Right. And it's like, oh, wow, this guy's like a level 80 sorceress. Like, that's so crazy. I'm only level 24. Like, this guy's pretty good, right? Like, it's crazy. And you can kill monsters so fast and, like, whatever, right? And then there's, like, you, and you're, like, level 24, and you, you know, take, like, 10 hits to kill monsters, and you got to do all this shit and whatever. But, like, <clears throat> you will eventually just be his level, right, if you just play the game. Right, right. right. You yeah. can be the worst Diablo player on the planet, but provided that you can kill at least one monster, you... 
get experience. You don't for even that. need to kill monsters, provided you at least bumble into monsters. Right. You'll okay. Get points, no okay. matter. Like, yeah. Even if you just fall over and die, you play you the game. As long as you play the game, log in, yeah. you will eventually get up there. Okay, I get You'll the point. You'll eventually become level eighty, right? And that's how this works. So, like, yeah, you get more point. Like, there's a point multiplier for winning. So, like, if you win a match, you get three points at F and M. If you lose a match, you get no points. But you also don't lose any points if the guy's higher than you like it used to be, right? So mm -hmm. your rating before used to be skill-based. So it was like, what's your rating? It's 2,000. Like, wow, it's 2,000? That's really good. Like, Because if you lose to somebody like me who's only got 1,800, you'll lose lots of points. But if you beat me, you'll only gain a couple of points, which means that you're pretty good. Um, now it's just like, what's your rating? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, and so, also, so hold on now. And, also, there's, and there's also a big issue with this, which... They've already, they already know it's an issue and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. Okay, so there are places that run free F&Ms just to get people in the door, you know, hopefully buy some singles, have some fun, just for the love of the game. So I could just call every store in the entire fucking country that has a free F&M and be like, here's my DCI number, pre-register me. Like, if I don't make it just you know, in time, just make sure you put me in and I'll get the game lost. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm on, and I did like, oh, look, now I just gained, like, 40 levels because I, I have a cell phone just, in five minutes. I did this <laughs> on Friday. I showed up late to F&M, and, and they're like, oh, you should have just called ahead because um, then we would have just waited the five minutes for you and you wouldn't have gotten a game loss. And then I was like, like being a jokester, and I was like, what does it care? Or who even cares? I get the participation points anyway, and I get whoop-de-doo, and, and everybody <laughs> had a nice laugh about it. But yeah, it was like, I don't care about my my round one loss at all, what, whatsoever. The only difference between going three and two and four and one because I got a, a first round loss is that I didn't get prizing. That's the only so, so So, I mean, you still get more points for winning, though, right? Like, Marginally, yes. yes. Marginally, Allegedly, okay. the, like, the point of the system is supposed to be that playing is good and winning is better. But okay. It, like, it just winning in general. Like, winning against Dirtles is equal to winning, winning against, against Pinkles. But the, the relevance question hasn't totally been answered in the sense that when does it matter? Like, you know, your rating Ever. doesn't matter 90% of the time, right? So. Right. Well, first of all, like, your rating used to be good just in terms of... For people who were, like, good at the game, like, decent, it was it, it was a point of pride, obviously, you know. Yes. But also, it was it was a, a moderately fair indication, like, if someone had a 19-something rating, you know, you could, you could assume they were at least a reasonably well player, like, oh, you know, maybe, like, you just find out this person's 1900-something player, like, you want to invite them to your playtesting group or something. Right, like, I know, I know, I know, come on, man. I know that, and so does everyone else, but what I'm saying is, I so know... Your new, number, your new number has no significance in that regard. Um, does it have it, any... What it is used for is buys for GPs and, like, Pro Tour invites and stuff. Okay, so when does um, that like start to matter? Like, when does buys for GP start to matter? Like, how many points do you have to get? How Every time does a GP... Or like, oh, oh God, how many like what, how many points do you have to have? You know, and and what? Now it's not based. Know. It's not based it's, on your rating like that anymore. Now it's based on the on how good you were last season, like in the last X amount of months. Right. So how? This, what, and that's have, what I mean. We don't have a number sure. for that yet. It's yeah. They you're, you're accumulating. You're accumulating these points right now. Uh, right now, these and the old rating system are running concurrently, okay. and, and for the remainder of this year. They're going to use the old system while they try and figure out how to make this work, which would be to not do it. And they're gonna they're uh, gonna base your buys off of how you did the, the previous year, kind of like the pro tour, rather than than do use it off of your lifetime. So basically, whereas before, if you had a high enough rating, you could just sit on that rating and then get buys to every GP that came along. 
but now you you just can't. Like so, basically, right? That's it. that was the entire point of changing this. Because like the guy who wrote the article on Wizards, Mike Tarian, is like the number one ranked player in the world with a twenty three like twenty three forty five rating, and he hasn't played since two thousand and four since he's been too busy working at Wizards. But the big problem now is, so you had all these people, again, his reasons for doing it were that he worked at Wizards. You had people deliberately sitting on their ratings just so they'd keep getting invites and stuff, and they wanted to discourage that because, like, what the fuck, you're just sitting there, like, not playing at all. Um, And that's fine. But the the better way to do that, which, as I understand it, is what, like, World of Warcraft does, is you just introduce some form of decay to your ratings, where either after, like, X period of inactivity... Or just every, like, you know, every, every so many months, like, just everyone's rating drops some sort of percent. So you can't sit there. You have to keep playing. The, and, like, as far as I know, the ELO system had that. Well, but, no, like, it, didn't. it was just, it just, it just it didn't wasn't good enough. No, I was told that it, it, it did have that. That, like, no, otherwise his rating wouldn't still be 2300 something. Maybe, no, but, like, maybe not that your, your rating dropped, but that, like, I think in, in order to get invites, you had to, Play at least yes, one, you, had, you had to one... play at least once a year. Yeah, and like that's but that's, that's not my the problem. Like, I mean, I you're anything. right. Like once a year, like okay, you go to one F and M where everyone jobs to you. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. I mean, like actual decay, and probably not based on inactivity. Probably just every so many months, like everyone's drops like ten percent or something. Yeah, like, which, suck, I like, think that if it was. I think rating. it should be both. It should be everybody's rating, like every month, everybody's rating resets, or or every six months or whatever. But then also, it should never, like, it should never reset. Because again, no, like the problem, the problem with what they're cha- the problem with what they're changing, like decay is fine, resetting is bad. The problem with what they're trying to do is because it's based on such a short time. It's punishing people who have like jobs and why. Yeah, that's and, exactly like, what I was gonna say. It fucking like, like I can't yeah, go to every fucking really F and M. You know? Yeah, the only people who are really pissed off are pros, because they're the only ones this affects, because it affects, like, buys and invites. So any pro who isn't, like, a fat, single, like, giant fucking loser, <laughs> like, they're fucked. Like, if you can't, if you can win, like, a pro tour and then can't go to the next one, you just, you lose. Like, no invites for you. Yeah, the, the other thing that that it affects, it affects, like, in terms of me, like, it affects me for, for things like, um, my rating will never be affected more than at FNM, because I because we don't get GPs in Western Canada or Pro Tours or SCG Opens or TCG Player Opens. Like we don't get any tournaments at all over here. Um, like so, there was GP Toronto last year, and then Nationals was in Toronto, and then we, there's now GP Montreal, and those are all in Western Canada. And the last time that there was GP Toronto, it was GP Toronto, and Nationals has been over, like I think like like five or six or years ago or something. Nationals was in Calgary. But every other time it's been in Montreal or Toronto, like it's always in the East, and we don't have big tournaments. We have like some PTQs, and then we have some GPTs, and I don't even know what the multipliers are on those. And like even so, like if I if I what get to play like in what four PTQs a year, or something, mm-hmm. and then the rest is just F and M. That's it, right? And whereas somebody like KYT or Scotty Mac, if they wanted to, because they live in Toronto, they could go to all of those all the time, and like all those Star City Opens that are like you know Star City like if they if they ever did like a Star City Open in Detroit, that's like an hour away from fucking Toronto. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? But like they're never gonna do Star City, Northern Montana, so that I can drive down, and that's still like a six-hour drive. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. That's yeah. that's my thing that I hate about it is that like 
It just feels like I'm playing a video game. They've gated up all the words for everything I'm doing. So, like, you have the battlefield, exile, you have, you know, cast instead of play. Like, that one I don't really have a whole problem with, but, like, whatever. Well, it originally then, used to be cast instead of hey, play. At least, yeah, they, at yeah. least they moved it to dies, dude. I'm cool with Oh, dies. yeah, and then they have dies, and then they have fight. And, like, it's just fucking, like, arena, the, the land arena has been errated to now say, like, you know, you choose a creature, your opponent choose a creature, and they fight. That's fucking, that's just so, like, and then, like, and then now they have Planeswalker points, and I'm a level 34 battle mage, and I get experience points, I don't have skill points, I'm using experience points. Like, it just feels like I'm playing Pokemon. Like, or I'm playing, like, like WoW. Like, it just feels yes. like I'm playing, like, live-action WoW. Yes, and Wizards of the Coast have decided that, uh, instead that of, like, magic players avatars. all want to, yeah, we all want a LARP WoW. So, yeah. like, we now have personal levels and stuff and rankings, like, and it, is it even supposed to be a point of pride? Like, having a number, like, oh, my rating is, like, 1950 or whatever. That's the uh, only reason to have a rating. The only reason to have a rating is so that you can say, I'm ranked number X in the X. Not, yeah, and it doesn't not, even work I've that way. I've been playing for this many FNMs. Right, because, and, like, it's just, it's one number. It's, like, this is my rating. We all know how the system works and what it means. Fuck and, like, this, the implications dude. of it. Me I'm going like, to hack myself and give myself... I'm a level 36 sorcerer. That is... Yeah, I'm going to hack myself and give myself fucking, like, infinite Planeswalker points, dude, so that I can just have everything. Yeah. Like, how, lo how long until they make... Since they're turning us into, like, RPG characters, how long until we can actually buy equipment to help us in-game. Yeah, like, 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 like can you, I buy a bag of holding that that gives me uh, infinite sideboard cards? Or, or like, you, your maximum hand size is increased by one, or your you, your first mulligan is free, or you have extra life points. Dude, that will like, probably end up coming, just because you're saying that. Like, you'll pro we'll probably end up getting something like that, yeah. almost like what, to have what's those gonna happen Or it could be, some, like, fucking, like... Uh, works at Hasbro's kid listens to us. And he's going to fucking tell his dad, like, oh, my God, dad, that's a great idea. And then the Hasbro guy is going to walk in there and be like, you goddamn bastards. Well, we were late on the vampires versus werewolves fad, and we're not going to be late on this goddamn equipment fad, goddammit. I want to start selling a bag of holding, and I want to start making people looking funny. Dude, it'll be like I watched. I was forced to watch like an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh because my sister is ten years younger than me, so that just kind of happened. And like in it, like one of the characters in the game, like they're playing the card game, and one of them had like this pendant that let him read his opponent's mind. Like, are we gonna get something like that? We're like, oh, I'm wearing like, you know, a giant dude. gaudy necklace, so you have to play you have with to your wear a shirt. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, dude, and like like seriously, you'll you'll get to the to the game store, and like someone will be standing outside, and unless you have the key, they'll say, "Thou shall not pass." <laughs> you, need, you need the rock badge to get into your uh, right, game. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then like the other thing, like I was talking about too, is like if it does end up going farther than this. Because they just seem to be, you know, just totally interested only in game, like making it as gay as possible. What, like, what's stopping people from just being planeswalker points farmers so they can sell them, like the gold farmers in WoW? Well, you can't just sell points. Well, well, yeah, you can. Actually, there's seven, no, there seven of us, right? Like, the seven of us will jump into a draft with you, and we'll just play the fucking worst decks ever, and you can just crush us. Yeah. Well, that is, and that's also that's something I was talking about, like. If I want, like, I'm a TO, I can schedule as many fucking tournaments as I want. Yeah, All you can schedule do, 10 I, tournaments on a fucking FM. And you can even be in them. Just, and I can be in them. All I need to do is get seven other guys, 
like, look, you know, well, I'll show up. And you can't submit fake results, which people will do. Yeah, that's bad. So There'll be lots do, of that. That's fraud. That's not what we're talking yes, about. Yes, that's fraud. This is, I mean, like, completely on the up and up. Get seven guys uh, to join me. Like, well, I'll just go to my store because, you know, it has to be a public location. Um, you can't just, like, hide in your basement and start sanctioning stuff. So we just go to the store, like, set up a webcam so people can just pop on and be like, oh, look, they're really playing Magic. They're not just submitting results. Just eight guys all playing red deck wins and playing as fast as they possibly can. Yeah, you can and like burn, you, you can burn through an eight man queue that way in what thirty five minutes. Just do like eight of them a night every day, yeah, and, then, and then go yeah. to like Eric's GPS and like PTQs and stuff. Yeah, and just like now, Bob Johnson is the world's number one one ranked player because he got free invites to every single GP, and Pat, like Patrick Chapin couldn't go to them because he has a real life, or or you know Jerry T couldn't go to them all because he was going to something else. Like it's just so fucking stupid. And then actually, you know what? The you know what? Like an actual a real example, not even a hypothetical one. Um, so there's a guy on Twitter, wrong way go back, it's Neil something, who lives in Hong yeah. Kong. Hi, Neil. Yeah, hey, Neil, he's a cool guy. But he was saying that, like, currently the two highest ranked people, or the two people with the most Planeswalker points, however you want to put it, in Hong Kong, the two highest ranked are two of the worst players anyone will ever meet, but they go, they both go to every single fucking event they can possibly find. Yeah, my friend... So their number's one and two, even though, like... Like, I just taught someone to teach magic yesterday, and yeah. they're probably, like, the same yeah. skill level as I understand my, it. My, um, my friend Adrian is ranked number 19th in the world for FNM, because I guess he hasn't missed an FNM since, you know, its inception or something stupid. But, um, and he's good. he's a good player, but, like, you know, when he went to, like, nationals, he went four and three. You know, like, he's not... You know, and he, he, like, he's fine. He's a good player. You know, I'm not saying anything against him. I'm just saying, like, for somebody like that to be ranked number 19 in the world for whatever skill set this is, it's like it has nothing to do with anything at all, just the fact that you just go to places. And then this the other thing. That's that's the other he step. went to F&M, and pros don't go to F&M because yeah, they exactly. were afraid of hurting their ratings. Exactly. And, like, this is the other thing. So then, now, A, A, F&Ms are now full of people, full of them. Like, I was happy when I was playing, like, an 11 to 20-person FNM. Um, you know, because, like, there was, like, four or five rounds, and it ended fairly quickly, and, you know, there was enough space for my fat sides to not touch your fat sides. And, you know, like, there was just nice space, and, like, there wasn't so many, like, neckbeard mouth breathers that it was hot to actually sit and play, and stuff like that, right? And, like, the bathroom didn't smell like a fucking... <laughs> and it was an know, appropriate like, amount of time to be in a bar drinking, you know, to have a good time yeah. without passing out. Like, yeah, seven rounds in a bar, you're all going to be unconscious. Like, oh, someone's yeah. going and to the it, hospital. And this is the thing, right? So then, so then, so that's, like, so our last FNM, which is the first FNM under Planeswalker points, first of all, there was, like, 38 people there that had never fucking played Magic, like, almost <laughs> ever. Like, like, I'm sitting here playing Valakut, and this guy's playing, like, a precon that he built out of, like, commons that he found. And, like, he was really nice. His girlfriend, I think is who it was, that taught him how to play Magic was really nice. And they asked me for tips after, and I told them some. And, like, they're nice people. I'm just saying, like... Well, she'd have to be nice. She didn't make him go apple picking, dude. I mean, that's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, for posterity, like, I'm just saying, like, every person on the planet was at my FNM instead right now. And and then, um, so, like, the FNM took fucking forever. Like, it took forever, and the pairing sheets were, like... 
18 pages long, and every single seat in the house was taken up, and, like, it was just, like, fucking, god damn it. Well, here's and one then, <laughs> Oh, go ahead, dude. Keep going. Yeah, and then the last thing I was going to say, like, too, is, like, just about the whole, not making fake events, but basically running through, like, eight red deck wins a night or whatever. Most of my friends that play Magic really seriously, it's, like, the only thing they do, right? It's their masturbation or whatever. <laughs> so, so well, like, you, you can't do both, like, not simultaneously, well, you can find time for both. Yeah, I, I, and like these people probably do. I'm just saying, like, this is their everything else, right? Um, so like they normally, what'll happen is like you go to the store for Sunday draft on Sunday, then you draft afterwards at some guy's house with all the packs everybody has, and on Wednesday you go play EDH, then you go draft after, and on Friday you play FNM. Then you go draft after until like eight in the morning or whatever, right? So what, like, so now what's going to happen is these people are just going to have like infinitely more points than anyone else all the time because now they're playing 13 events a day and they're going to be like super high ranked and it has nothing to do with if they win a lot lose a lot you know well here's one thing i just got to say this that i think is actually kind of funny and this to me is on the positive side is a lot of the times when you would hear pros talk about you know oh i don't go play fnms or i don't go to you know these little game days and things like that they would always say, oh, well, I'm sitting on my rating, right? Or pros yeah, yeah, or semi-pros, yeah. right? Would be like, so, you know, I'm sitting on my rating. I want to be able to get my three buys and shit. And that would always be the excuse as to why they play like once a fucking year, right? And now yeah. it's like, okay, you don't have that fucking excuse anymore. And instead of being like, oh, yeah, I can finally go play F&Ms and game days like you guys have been wanting. Now they're like, fuck, now I have to play Magic. It's like, dude, give <laughs> yeah. me a fucking break. You know, the problem's not that they have to play, because I imagine a lot of them want to. It's that they have to play all the time. You have to go well, to, like, every GP, every Star City. No, it's not. Every not if you're a pro, because there's still going to be the pro tour, right? This isn't changing the pro tour. So as long as you have pro points, you'll still be on the pro tour, and that rating isn't going to mean shit. No, remember we talked about earlier that if you win a pro tour, yeah. and another guy goes 7-7 seven and seven at two pro tours, he has the same amount of rating as you. Yeah, so but, but you, you still have pro points. If you, you can't, your, events. yeah, if you can't make it to, if and that's the thing is like, if you can't so make like it, he'll to get events, he'll get to go to the invitational instead of you, because he went to five events and you went to two. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I knew that there, but there still is a separate pro rating system, right? I mean, this isn't pro rating isn't based off planeswalker points, or it is now. I don't know. Well, like, like not your like. Not your pro levels and stuff. They are restructuring that as well, as I understand it. Well, that I mean, because that's where you like you like get your buys and things like stuff. that for the pro tour out of your out of your pro rating points. Not it's, it's of, not yeah, it's not buys for the pro tour, it, but it's like invites to the pro tour. There's I guess four invitationals a year that are going to come off the rating. Uh, oh, okay. With my understanding, um, I may be wrong about that. All right, so so I don't know, you know, if you guys have anything more to say or if you want to move on here. Anything we can else? move on. I gotta bounce in like ten minutes. So. Yeah, I gotta go here pretty soon too. Um, the uh, so Jeeves, did you want to gloss over this this other thing here, or do you want to just move on to shoutouts and shit? You know, you can gloss over it. I guess. Okay, gloss it. All right, nice <laughs> and glossy for you guys. So we got an email because we were talking about um, we were we were saying how with the thing with John Finkel. I guess two weeks ago now, and the girl who wouldn't date him because she was a magic player and blah, 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 and douchebag. But then, like, I guess somewhere in that conversation, we made fun of fat chicks, rightfully so. So we got an email from a fat chick. Um, uh, 
who was, you know, all aghast and were so hypocritical. Um, oh, my it, God. Yes, and Billy. we replied in email and stuff, and good times were had by all, except potentially her. Just no, no, say, well, Here, here's the thing. So, so Jeebs, of course, responds. Can we read the email? Can we read it? Yeah, yeah, can let's, we, let's yeah, read it. Yeah, we can it. read her email. Read it, Jeebs, because I don't have it pulled up here. All right, I'm pulling it up as we speak. So, so here's the thing, though. It just, you know, Jeebs responded at first, and I kind of let him do his thing, and then she responded. And the one thing that that I'd say is that I kind of understood where she was coming from, you know, like, like. But at the same time, I could tell by the way she was talking that she's really not all that different. Like, she's got that smart ass personality and everything. I mean, she's not that different. It's just that specific thing that bothered her, like like we were specifically fucking like reaming on, you know, a certain type of people. But that's and I responded saying that's not really what it was about. Really, we just wanted to be as big a dicks as we possibly could to to the chick that was being. And then I called you a faggot because you were trying to like be but, polite and stuff. Wait, and but like, sorry, okay, and, and she has a problem. She has a problem that we said stuff about fat chicks, but she doesn't have a problem that you you said a. Like a discriminatory word about gay people. Nope. All right, so here's well, here's our. <laughs> yeah, there goes email. your credibility, bitch. <laughs> All right, this is the original email from uh, a Miss Julie White. I assume Miss because she's a fat chick. Um, <laughs> actually, I think she said she had like a fiance or something. Probably why. It was how uh, how dare Alyssa judge John Finkel simply because he plays the Magic the Gathering or the game Magic the Gathering? <laughs> Yet it seems okay to say numerous times how fucking fat chicks are undesirable, disgusting, undateable dregs of society simply because how much they weigh. Yeah, right. fuck. As, that. As, as an aside, as an aside, are we like that's a whole letter, and then it's signed "fucking fat chick." No, 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 no. I, I like. I just want to. You know, I want to just like. Oh, that's the whole. That's the whole letter. That's yeah, her whole yeah. initial letter, and then I trolled it's her, it, and she right. replied so again. We, did we actually say all of those things, or is she like adding things? Like we said, fat chicks. I don't like fat chicks, and she's like, you called them dregs of society. No, I don't think we did. We didn't say. Actually. We didn't say. I think we were I, always referring that? to Maybe her. We, said, like, we were always referring to her. I'm pretty sure to the to the chick. That dogged on Finkel. I don't remember actually saying. <laughs> oh, ridiculous! Okay, okay, and yeah. then and then you'd read your response. Uh, where is my response? <laughs> this is my shout out, by the way. Shout out to to Julie White. Um, I gotta find my first response. I can only find the second one. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh here, 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 here it is. Yeah, so we'll bring this up on the cast. Uh, but I feel obligated to respond. Blah 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 blah. blah. Um. Yeah, judging someone for a hobby they enjoy, assuming it's not all-consuming or they're capable, or all they're capable of talking about is retarded. Why is that? Well, among other things, it's important for people in a relationship to have separate hobbies. It's smothering being around each other all the time. If the hobby is like serial rape or something, then obviously that's not cool. But otherwise, <laughs> let each other have their alone time. Most guys don't... Uh, don't enjoy the common female hobby of shopping, but we put up with it, and we'll even accompany you sometimes. We don't judge girls for it. As for being a fucking fat chick, well, most pe- uh, well for most people it is undesirable. Unlike a hobby, unless it crosses the line into obsession, in which case that's bad. Being a, uh, being fucking fat is in our face all the time. You can't have a face-to-face conversation with the person without being fully aware of how grotesquely overweight they are. Not really a hypocrisy, as those are two pretty different things. Uh, and then I proceeded to tell her to start jogging and put down the fork. <laughs> okay, so check this out. So she responds, and she basically says, 
how little dicks we have and all this kind of stuff. Because, of course, yeah. she's responding to Jeeves' asshole comments, and she says a bunch of other yeah. shit. But and, also, like, also, time, like you know, now this the, is, way that, the way that you win your argument that you should be allowed to be fat and that people should love you because you're fat as shit, the way that you win that argument is by saying that I have a small dick. And that's right, why right, I don't exactly. So, 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 Jeeves, it's though, this is the thing. can't actually reach inside because your body can't get close enough. This yeah, is the thing, your, like, Jay. Let me read to you what Jeeves thinks is me saying, like, being so sweet and nice, okay? And was, you can I judge for yourself. Just, I want, I want to, uh, just read, read what she said. Read what okay, she said. Okay, okay. Here's, here's what, what so here's what she no, said. I don't have to, I I've got it, I got it. Yes, I agree. She is a fucking idiot. I am married to a man whose hobbies include Magic the Gathering, World of Warcraft, Dungeons and Dragons, among innumerable other geeky hobbies. They are yeah, because you're fat. That's, those are the guys that like fat chicks. <laughs> they are also my hobbies. I love my husband Hello. dearly, and I'd dump his ass in a second to go on a date with Johnny Magic. So my point being, it is ridiculous to judge anyone negatively, negatively for their hobbies, evil homicidal hobbies excluded. However, it is also equally ridiculous to slam women simply on the basis of how many lipids their bodies are storing. Alyssa's ludicrous repulsion towards badass magic players is nonsensical bigotry, as is your podcast deprecating overweight women. Yes, they are different points of judgment, but equally not deserving of public flaming. Now I understand... Is, understand as a gold card carrying member of the small dicks club that anything above the minimal size enrages you causing you to lash out but i would appreciate it a bit a bit more self-control love the magic podcast but try to stick to the cards i'm not convinced you know enough about dating and women to speak intelligently on the subject xoxo fork wielding <laughs> non-jogger okay so i can't help but be amused by her if nothing else but anyway so i respond and i just said I mean, it's fine that she responds that way like again like as an outsider because i wasn't part of any of this emailing yeah, yeah. it's fine that she responds yeah. that way because jeebus responds yeah exactly like, i'm totally the cool difference is the difference oh, is well, the, like, wait until wait until you hear just wait. my second response shut up the difference <laughs> is the main difference is for this this miss julie that that's listening or whatever the main difference is that we're assholes, and you're telling us to not be assholes by being an asshole. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like that's... I'm not gonna fucking do anything. And that's you have why to say. I wrote this. That's why I wrote this. Besides, I try like a tasty treat. Right. That's <laughs> why I wrote this. So it says it says this. Much like the word gay is pretty much the easiest way to offend a straight male, the word fat is about the easiest way to offend a woman. We don't know or care if she is fat, but we like to go for the throat. Understand that in this podcast we offend each other as much as we offend anyone else, and much like your little dick comment, we don't know or care if your insults are true, even though our insults often hit the mark. Besides, people that worry or bitch about weight do have options. People with small dicks are just fucked. Just saying. Anyways, thanks for the email. It was amusing. That's all I said. That was the nicest that I said. That was the that was what you said. And then my response was, uh, fuck that faggot tangent in his minor display of restraints. Because you weren't being mean enough. It is fair to judge women for being fat, since no matter how nice and sweet a person you may be, we have no desire to stare at your fat, disgusting body all day. Uh, love always, Dr. Jeebus. P.S. It doesn't count as wielding a fork if your skin has actually grown around it because you refuse to put it down for even a second. Oh, my God. Which does happen, like fat people growing into their couches and stuff. Okay, well, since since you went ahead and happen. did that, let me no, just... No, that really does happen sometimes. It's gross. Send me a link for that. I'm not even going to read you the last comment. No, read it, read it. Back. No, 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 no. It's okay. pretty... Wait, sure. All right, all right, fine. 
to Dr. Jeebus. Tangent seems like a lovely gentleman. You could probably learn a lot from him. Oh, yeah. If I had but only known that fucking Tangent was your goal all along, your distaste for womanly curves would have made much more sense. When you Womanly curves? <laughs> and wh- like, where did she get the desire that, or the idea that I want to fuck you? Because I when, said you're a faggot? Like, I, I guess clearly so. yeah. that's... Yeah. Also, yeah. earlier she said that all of us had small dicks and that all of us didn't know anything about women at all and that we should all not talk about it because we should all just stick to the magic cards. Right. But now she says that tangent... It's like, again, typical fat chick behavior. Now, any man that, that directs anything towards her that isn't put down the fork fatty... She then says that you're a gentleman somehow. Somehow, I'm exactly. a gentleman by what you said, Tangent. Yeah, I'm, honestly, you're probably the one who called uh, that Alyssa person a fat bitch to begin with. Right, right, I did, yeah, yeah. So when you said, we have no desire to stare at your fat, I now understand you were speaking for the gay community. As I have no picture of you, I can only assume you're a creature crafted personally by the gods on high. The perfectly... Yeah. The perfectly chiseled male specimen sitting on a, upon a high horse, burdened to set standards by which others' physical appearances are to be judged. But alas, all I have to go by is your nasally, prepubescent-sounding voice. What a shame, I, am, I being a nurse and you being a doctor. You would have thought we could get along. Perhaps if I had been born deaf and, blind, and you blind, we could have found a way to be friends. Thankfully, I am blessed with a tall, handsome husband with a deep, sexy voice, and in his muscular arms, perhaps I can find some solace that the great Dr. Jeebus cannot stand the thought of looking upon me. I so hope... she, and then, so she proceeds to then judge you by your voice? Yep. Which is I... just another physical feature that you can't control, which seemingly fat chicks are also, uh, like, they also can't control? No, it gets, it gets weirder, though, to check this out. Okay, okay. Like, she can control I, being fat. It's I, not I that hope hard. That, no, I, no, but, but, like, fat, that's the defense of fat people, right? I hope that you yeah. can at least find in your heart to wish me luck on my fork removal surgery. <laughs> I certainly wish you good luck on your penal enlargement surgery, that assuming the surgeon can find your dick in the first place. To tangent... I attached some of the Magic the Gathering art I've drawn for people, examples of hand-drawn Sharpie art on disc golf discs and card boxes. If there is anything you'd like hand-drawn, I would be more than happy to do it. Free. Just shoot me an email. So, although I appreciate... You're going to get her to do three deck boxes, one for each of us. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. Like, in all fairness... going to do the deck box for Jeep. I want mine to be Feast of the Unicorns. (laughs) Like, her art, actually, it isn't bad, although it's not her art, it's just copying other people's art, but regardless. Um, Yeah, so, first of all, she's obviously never met gay people, because the gay community loves fat chicks. So, I don't know why she would think that for a second. And second of all, thanks to Profiterol, I don't need penile. (laughs) 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 We have to get to to our quota. All right, so. That sweet, sweet Profiterol money. Yeah. All right. So, hey, guys, now that we've uh, read like a fucking epic email segment, uh, let's go ahead and move on to shout outs. Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Shout out to that person. Yeah. Shout out to Julie. Shout out to fat chicks everywhere. Right. Right. Appreciate the uh, the art and uh, I'll maybe get some. Uh, Jeeves. Let's see. I feel like I have to have a shout out. Oh, shout out to uh, Corbin Hostler. Is that the dude's name? Yeah, Corbin. Yeah. speculation. Yeah, so the guy thought it would be a good idea to challenge me to, like, race to 800 followers. And, like, 
since about five minutes after he issued the challenge. Like, when he challenged me, we were, like, one follower apart. And since it began, I've been, like, 60 ahead of him. So, way to go, dumbass. Woo. Uh, yeah. Good job, Jeeves. I do what I can. Yep. So, uh, you did You did just give a Twitter follower count uh, shout-out on, on Public Enemies. Awesome. Pretty good. That's a first. So, uh, yeah, cool. Any other uh, shouts there, Jeeps? Um, I don't know. Probably. He doesn't want you to make fun of them. <laughs> I don't he's, make... He's, he's sensitive. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know anyone who got fingered this week, so... All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Like, my, I mean, my my shout-outs were... I did promise they'd all be vagina-related. I just have no nothing, I guess. Shout-outs to the NFL week one. That's about it for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Sweet. Nice. And to, uh, and to flip cards. Yeah. Shout out to fucking flip cards. Shout out to Hada Freeblade. Shout out to Hada. Shout out to uh, two new. Shout out to blockers. Uncommons reprinted his rares. Yeah. Shout dude, out. Seriously. Shout out to Hada. And shout out to pro players who are married and have jobs who can't play on the pro tour anymore. Shout, shout out, out to, to Hasbro because I eventually want my mind reading amulet. Yeah. That was, shout out to Hasbro for the mind reading amulet and fucking like all of our cool equipment and levels that we're going to be gaining. I can't wait to, like, have to ride a horse to F&M. Yeah, dude. And mix potions so that you can, like, last through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking dude, don't exciting. forget to flask up before F&M. Yeah, really, dude. <laughs> All right, hey, guys. Uh, so I can be reached TangentDYN on Twitter, TangentDYN on Magic Online. Jay, where are you at? I am Boosh on both of those. Jeebs. I am uh, Dr. Jeebus, which is dr underscore Jeebus uh, on Twitter. Jeebus is with two E's, by the way. <laughs> yes. That should, I feel like that should be obvious for some reason. It's not. Fuck you. Yeah, so dr underscore Jeebus, J-E-E-B-U-S, on Twitter, Magic Online, and you can reach me, Dr. Jeebus, at SidLexia.com. Awesome. What's SidLexia? Tell me that. Uh, Sid's my brother. Oh. Like, it's the name, Sid space story. Lexia. All it's, right. This is going to blow your mind. But yeah. if you reverse the letters in Sid, it becomes dyslexia. Think Whoa. about that. Wow. Dude, we've had people who were on the forums for the website for like four years who didn't get that. People are dumb. People are dumb. So, uh, okay. Public enemies spelled wrong MTG at, uh, on, on Twitter at public enemies spelled MTG spelled wrong. And public enemies MTG at gmail.com on well, for email, so fuck you. And other than that... Um, send us more uh, emails about fat chicks and... And give also, us I your questions. Send us your best or worst fat chick story. And, um, I don't know, maybe win a prize. We'll yeah, see if I can yeah, win yeah, a prize. We'll work on a prize. You know, and just to prove this bitch wrong, I think people also need to send us relationship advice questions. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Yes, yeah, we will definitely see. answer at least one relationship question every episode. So send a message. Yeah. Also magic though, like don't forget that. Don't don't. Yeah, there's magic involved. Magic relationship questions so get you bonus points. So yeah, bonus planeswalker points. Like magic relationship questions, like do you think uh, Jason Chandra are gonna fuck or like? No, like like I'm kids? a fat chick and I have a and I love my magic playing husband. Uh, yes, should does have I, a sexy deep voice sh- should I make him go go pick apples apple with me, or should I let him play magic? <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. 
All right. All right, Should guys. I make my husband shave his neck beard and brush his teeth? <laughs> <laughs> this question comes in from uh, the lovely beans. Should I make my husband bathe every day? When I'm not even in the, in the province. No, you shouldn't. Don't email me. <laughs>